Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to this episode of Diving Into Crypto. This is JP from Adlunum INC bringing to you everything about Web3. On the show today, we have the co-founder of Adlunum, Natya Bester. She is also the host of the Future of NFTs, our sister program. But more, most importantly, she's here today to talk about what's happening and what to expect in crypto in 2023. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get started with the show. And of course, before we begin, I'd like to remind you that views expressed on this program belong to that of the speaker and are meant for education purposes only. It is not to be considered as financial advice. If there is any point at which the show gets disconnected, please tune in to adlunum.inc on Twitter for the next link. Right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get this show on the road. So Nathi, picking back up on the thread of the conversation we were having before we had to switch to another space, I, I understand that you went, well, let's roll back a little to the event that you were, you were, you were part of. And you, uh, I remember you saying something to the effect of, you know, it, there was a focus more on tech, not so much Web3, but mainly mainstream tech. But you can also see that Web3 is seeping into uh, the space right now. It's 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 getting its space. It's not being ignored. Is, would that be fair to say? Absolutely. And I think that's a very positive take on it. Um, just to, for the purpose of the recording, since uh, we will not have the previous, previous uh, version of what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So I had attended uh, Africa Tech uh, in Cape Town, South Africa, a couple of uh, probably weeks ago now. Um, and this is an annual festival that happens every year in, in Africa, well, focuses on Africa as a whole. Um, I think uh -huh. it's generally or perhaps even every year hosted in South Africa. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really interesting from the perspective of, you know, the name itself, um, of course, is very representative of what it's about. But it also, mm -hmm. in that sense, then lays claim to the concept of tech in Africa. And from seen from that perspective, it was quite disappointing in the fact mm -hmm. that, you know, Web3 really came as an afterthought, uh, uh -huh. more than something that is uh, of prominence. But I mm -hmm. think what you just said about Web3 seeping in everywhere. So mm -hmm. people in attendance at the conference come from very traditional tech backgrounds. Uh, right. And as I was saying earlier, you know, it's funny now at this time in the world to say traditional tech, because I remember a time even in my own career when mm -hmm. tech was for sure not what it is today. No one was on the internet. No one was using <laughs> social media. And so now right. to say traditional tech is, you know, is quite ironic. Um, but yeah. so it really is a case of, on the one hand, you can see the differences between continents, for example. Um, right. So I am African, I'm from South Africa, but I don't mm -hmm. live there. So I don't mm -hmm. have the day-to-day -day conversations with 
projects and even with you know users uh invest retail investors um right. people interested in the space or active in the space at many different levels but mm -hmm. the representation of web3 at this particular conference was not very strong if you mm -hmm. then compare this to what is happening on other continents for example europe where i'm based or asia where you are based where i was also based until mm -hmm. uh not not too long ago the us and even south america you can see the difference you can see how right. certain continents are taking this technology and running with it and then uh -huh. there are others unfortunately where it's not as prominent let's say um mm -hmm. but as you know i i love the positive spin that you put on it and thank you for that because mm -hmm. i think it really highlights also that despite despite it not being the main sort of focus in terms of i mean africa if if we take africa it's a very particular market in the sense right. a lot of people in africa i mean the <laughs> globally most unbanked people in the world are in africa right. mm -hmm. so if we are talking about technology you can't put cutting edge tech uh in europe in the same category as cutting edge yes. tech in, in africa because in africa you know there are people who are not even connected in terms of mm -hmm. cell phone connections as yet um right. so it is for sure a huge difference if you compare mm -hmm what's happening in the web3 space in the other continents to mm -hmm. what's happening i'm i'm talking specifically about this conference of course there's of course. a lot of things happening you know that that's so this was not super representative of what's happening on the continent i believe um but at the same time the fact that it was part of the conference even if it was more of a bit of an afterthought just also highlights that it is a conversation that cannot be ignored um and what i did find incredibly interesting is attendees at the web3 events that happened at the yeah. conference um oh. people from very traditional backgrounds and very traditional job roles and you know completely not with the kind of exposure to web3 that 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 we have for example mm -hmm. they were incredibly interested and were asking very focused and very targeted questions So you can mm -hmm. see that this is a ball that's rolling and it's going to continue rolling and it's going to snowball everywhere across the world. Um and that for me was a really big takeaway from this event. Well, you know, it, it's fantastic that you you mentioned that Natia because when you when you look at of course the, you know, if you look at the entire population of the world that's even using crypto and then it, it's a very small number. When you look at the web3 adoption, it's a very small number, right? So it's of course a matter of time before it starts percolating to um you know markets that are often ignored and on the one hand i, I also uh, I, i think as as a marketer there's there's something that we we have to acknowledge and and appreciate is that you know most people will talk about africa as just africa like it's one state but it's not there's so much of diversity there is um in and, and their pockets because everyone is accelerating at a different space on a continent right so you do have of course you know some some amount in uh, some amount of uh interest and access in south africa uh of course there's also you know nigeria there's there's kenya uh Cam um, ghana and cameroon uh and this is of course just some of what i'm i'm relating to uh what one of our earlier guests crypt um crypto chain afrique uh had had mentioned uh, on the show so it will be very interesting to see how this develops 
Yeah, I mean, 100%. It's so, so important, especially when these conversations are happening around uh, Africa as a continent, to keep in mind that it is a continent. Um, And I mean, it's a huge continent and there's a lot happening at all different levels. Um, Inclusion, you know, runs the gamut of, and, and this is inclusion of everything, whether this is tech adoption and tech inclusion, whether this is financial adoption and financial inclusion and everything else from startups to, you know, business activities across the, across the continent. So there's a huge spectrum of happenings at all different levels. And I think as you rightly say, it's incredibly important to keep that in mind whenever these conversations are happening, because what tends to happen is Africa as a continent I mean, this is why we all have the joke about Africa not being a country, but a continent, because Mm -hmm. there is this general tendency in the world to group the entirety of Africa together as this one destination. And I mean, we we in the world, including us in Africa, don't have this uh, saying of, you know, your parents tell you, Remember, eat your food because remember, there's starving kids in Africa. Africa, <laughs> Africa has, you know, it's quite difficult to say that when you're in Africa. So. <laughs> but, but at the same time, quite easy because, you know, the hungry kids are just out there. Um, out there. So, so the thing is, this is incredibly important. And I think that, you know, we are talking about Africa right now. But if we zoom out a little bit and we use the same line of thinking about every market in the world, um, very often, I mean, and we see this across social media where it's greatly enhanced as a practice, this mm-hmm. idea that we're look, living in an echo chamber, we're living in a bubble. So if right. all your friends are talking about, you know, owning Bitcoin, that mm-hmm. means the whole world must own Bitcoin. And then we are shocked when we realize, oh, but there's people who, A, I don't know if there's many people left who don't have never heard of Bitcoin, but you know, A, people have not heard of it, B, they 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 not they don't own any, C, they don't believe in it. So yeah. it's very easy in any market and in any industry to think that because of your level of understanding, because of your level of involvement, that that mm-hmm. reflects the entirety of the world. So similar yeah. to in Africa, they're for sure being companies doing amazing work and you know people at all levels being involved in in very interesting and very game-changing ways but there mm-hmm. are also a large cohort of people who are not part of this and the same goes for every market on earth so i mm-hmm. think as people in web3 it's always so incredibly important to do this sort of self-reflection and positioning yourself in relation to the rest of the world to keep on reminding ourselves that we are so freaking early. Like Mm. every year we feel, ah, okay, you know, now now we're there. It's mainstream now. (laughs) Only to realize, no, it's completely so far from mainstream that it's going to take decades to get there. In the same way that the internet took years and years and years before it took off. So, I mean, we are incredibly, incredibly early. And and that is something we have to remind ourselves, both in terms of uh, soothing ourselves when all the bad news hits the press, as it has this past year, and especially these last few weeks. But at the same time, also to remind ourselves how early it is in terms of the opportunities, not only the opportunities for ourselves, but the opportunities to shape this industry and where it's going. Um, I think in light of what has happened with FTX, we really again can see 
that if this industry is a free-for-all, then it's so crucially important that people with the right intentions mm -hmm. become leaders and that we don't only give prominence to those who rise to the top because, you know, they are the ones who are the hungriest or the greediest for power right. and for influence. Oh, fair enough. I mean, when you, you so we've we've been through a complete bear market cycle over the last three hundred, uh, yeah, e easily over about three hundred and eighty days, right? Um, and and looking at it, it's it's diminished confidence uh, across you know uh, across the industry uh, globally, even right. And at a point like this, when you know when when you when you reference, of course, the the debacle that that was FTX, uh, it it, it you have so many more people naysaying what's happening with crypto and Web3, uh, you know, because now the question is, should we even, should we even consider the, the technology? So it's, it's really heartening to see that, that uh, events like tef, uh, tech, uh, tech Africa, uh, you know, the Benzinga event that, that Lawrence was a part of, uh, you know, Eat India that, that happened. And I'll, I'll, I'll brief, uh, you know, the audience a little about that you know, as, as we go forward. It's really good to see that there still is faith in what we're doing. There still is an understanding that these things may happen. And considering the previous cycles, a, a lot of the feedback that seems to be coming in at this point is we understand that these things may happen, but we are not going to lose our faith in it, despite what mass media may be talking about. Was that also in some way a pulse that you got while you were there? You know, I'm going to, since the focus is uh, at the moment on uh, the events uh, and the insights from them, um, I also attended a Binance event in Cape Town mm -hmm. a couple of days ago. And I also got a lot of sort of finger on the pulse from people on the ground there. So a lot of the people in attendance were, you know, retail traders. And right. the conversation centered in large part around, is this market dead? Is this industry dead? Is there right. any future for any of this? And mm -hmm. I think what you what you said a couple of sentences back is so important because what happens as a result of these fiascos that we are seeing in the industry is right. the, the technology is being brought into question. And mm -hmm. ultimately, uh, blockchain, crypto, Web3, if we strip it of everything else, if we strip it right. of all the visions and the right. opportunities and the, you know, get rich quick and the wind Lambo and the moon and the, and all mm. of those things, it's still a technology. And so yes. technology is agnostic to same as money. I mean, we, we yeah. say that money is the root of all evil. Money mm -hmm. is completely, I mean, it's, it's an inanimate object that cannot be the root of all evil or all goodness or all happiness. It's all okay. human, right? Yeah. So right. in this sense, the technology that, that, that is the foundation of this industry, it right. is human uh, prerogative, human drive, human ambition and greed and vision agnostic. It's what we do with it. And so what I was seeing, especially at this Binance event that I attended, was there is still this narrative in the industry, and I'm talking now not from the perspective of people working in the industry, because of course we work with other people in the industry every single day. So we genuinely are in the fortunate position to meet amazing mm -hmm. people on a daily basis. I mean, if I think exactly. about 
you know, like at Adlunum, I love mm -hmm. what we're building, but some mm -hmm. of the most amazing highlights of my everyday is the people that we speak to, different projects, other ecosystem partners, and to right. hear the vision and the drive and to hear the determination that, look, here is this historically significant event that is taking place. And I feel as an individual and as a team and as a company that I have right. something to contribute. So we are right. very, very lucky to be able to have these conversations each and every single day. However, mm -hmm. people at the retail level, it's completely not the same thing. They might be the only person in their circle of friends or in their family or in their society that is so-called crazy enough mm -hmm. to have put mm -hmm. any money into this. And then... Right bad stuff happens and so the learning is oops well yeah other people told me not to do it and you know <laughs> but there's still so much to be gotten so maybe i should just stick it out and so there's a huge emotional roller coaster that's happening at the retail level and yeah. this whole idea of being you know crashing and burning and crashing and burning I, as, as an industry professional i've seen i this is not my first bear market I have survived, you know, more than one before. So I know that for me, I just have to wait it out. And at the same time, I feel so privileged to be part of bear markets because this mm -hmm. is the time. It's a cliche to say that it's a time to build. But mm -hmm. genuinely, if you are someone building, I mean, yeah. it's an incredible time because it allows you that breathing room. I mean, anyone who's ever been part of any startup in any industry knows that when everything is touch and go, pushing, pushing, pushing forward, you know, you, mm -hmm. you, you don't have the time and the, the opportunity to take a step back and to ask yourself, okay, but what am I building and, and am I build, still building in the, in the right direction? And so every time that we exactly. have a bear market, there is this great reset. There's this great mm -hmm. reset of values. There's this great right. reset of how we show up as an industry. So mm -hmm. I have 100% faith in what is happening and what is continue to happen what is continuing to happen and what will happen but the mm -hmm. problem is if i speak to the average person on the street the right. only question in their mind right now and i'm not even using this as mm -hmm. an as, a, as an example or an analogy this is literally the question that i get and i'm sure you know everyone else on this listening listening in right now uh, can mm -hmm. can attest that it happens to them as well People right. are nonstop asking me, oh, but is crypto dead now? Or, you right. know, like, like, like what's happened? What are you going to do now that all of this is over? <laughs> but the problem is, is this, this is the message that draws down to retail level. And so right. from my perspective, you know, you can't, you can't fault people mm -hmm. who are not so privy to the inside workings for thinking mm -hmm. this way. If that is of the course. only thing that we as an industry are getting people's attention for. I mean, how mm -hmm. many people know what is happening in this amazing space in terms of cutting edge innovations? Right. I am extremely inspired every single day of the week about what mm -hmm. people are building, but who gets to see it apart from yeah. other industry insiders? And that really for me is a question in terms of, if we talk about adoption, well, mm -hmm. adoption needs to filter down to the level where people know the good of what is going on in this in right. this space. Uh, you know, spot on, Nathia, spot on. The, the majority of any player in, the, in an industry that has uh, any finance attached to it will be those that are either institutional or retail investors. And 
that goes and that being said it, it works the same with you know we, we've seen it everywhere right you've seen it in the um you've seen it in money markets you see it in the stock market you see it in bonds market the, the treasury holdings you 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 of course are going to see that in crypto right uh 90% of the people easily i mean i'm of course just spitting out a number here i've got nothing to back it up but 90% of the people that you will meet will have an interest in crypto because they they only see the surface not even the tip of the eye they would see an arc or just the surface which is oh okay there's a market where if you invest some money you'll be able to make you know a a huge multiplier that's not that that doesn't uh correlate with the standard market so i have the potential to make a lot of money and that's the only thought that they have but when you like you said right when you peel away all those layers of the finance and look at the actual tech you do have something that's life changing and i believe that that's what uh a lot of the interest drivers will eventually come around to keeping the industry going and it doesn't matter you know whatever the price of bitcoin is was yesterday last year or is going to be tomorrow but that technology is still going to st- going to stay on and you're still going to have a large group that is in invested in it developing it building it right and people who are in the industry like us are are have a have a responsibility let me just say that we have a responsibility to educate as many people as we can that this is how it actually works and not to look at just the surface and say that oh okay this has happened or a scam has happened or you know a price has dropped uh you know 90% 98% 99% but hold on you know there is something more that's that better that will come by virtue of you being in this space yeah that is that is so true you know it reminds me of um when i first started working in the tech industry this was back in 2012 mm-hmm. and i had a digital marketing agency and it is quite significant to say digital marketing because right. at that point digital was this black box that no one understood and mm-hmm. funnily enough no one was really very interested in so right. i mean fast forward 10 <laughs> years and the game has completely changed but yeah. i remember how difficult it was sometimes not mm-hmm. even in terms of user acquisition to get people onto a website but mm-hmm. how difficult it was to have a conversation with a business owner and mm-hmm. really be in the position where you needed to convince them why mm-hmm. it's important to have a website why you right. should have a social media account <laughs> and i mean if you look at it today imagine if the early that part of the internet that that early part of the internet you know imagine if we had approached it in the same way that we are approaching web3 imagine mm-hmm. if everyone got online because there was money to be made for right. sure the internet i mean ironically this is exactly why people got on the internet in terms of businesses because yeah. they recognize that there's money to be made but right. for users i mean the thing is that users started using the internet because they understood and social media as well because they understood that it is offering them something that is more mm-hmm. beneficial than the alternative Now exactly. the question is are we doing this in web3 are <laughs> we approaching people are we engaging with average people in the world and are we 
explaining what is happening in such a way that people can see the benefit of what is being built in their own lives? Or are we all following the same narrative of, you know what, come around Mm -hmm. this corner. I've got some, I've got some gains for you over here. (laughs) And I mean, it goes with the territory. A lot of people have made fortunes, have built a lot of generational wealth. And I'm not negating the importance of that because this, from a financial point of view, it is a game changer. And I mean, it, not to say that we should turn our backs on these opportunities, but really right. the question is if that is the only thing that is center in people's minds. So mm-hmm. Web3 is synonymous with I can make a lot of money or I can lose everything. It becomes right. no more than gambling. And I mean, it, you know, as someone, for example, I completely have zero interest in gambling. So right. you can tell me the most wonderful things happening at a casino I have zero interest in going because it's yeah. just not my thing. So right. are we are we positioning this industry in such a way that people go, oh, but, you know, crypto is not my thing? Because it's yeah. not like there's really room enough for everyone. I mean, again, mm-hmm. if you look at the type of people and the huge diversity of people in the space, mm-hmm. it's impossible that there's not something for everyone. Because, again, at the end of yeah. the day, it's a technology and so right. you can't say that unless, you know, you're, I don't know, Amish and you don't use technology, <laughs> you can't really say that a technology is not for you. Maybe the use yeah. case is not for you. Maybe a particular philosophy or a particular approach or expression is not for you. Yeah. But yeah. this is the question. Are we focusing on the technology? So now I want to throw the question back at you because mm-hmm. you recently uh, attended ETH India. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think you know, having given my perspective of what's happening in Africa or not happening in Africa, as the case may be. Of course, India, Asia in general, and India specifically, is a Mm -hmm. very, very active market, especially when it comes to the technology behind Web3. So I would love to hear a little bit about your experience there, your insights, because I think, yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff that's happening on the subcontinent that's happening. I mean, what was the event like? Let's start there. Sure, certainly. I I want to I want to pick up on that last point that you've said uh, before I, I dive into this because I think it it does merit saying, when when we talk about the technology and you know like for example if you're oriented to be Amish right uh, and you do, you want to step away from that there is no space that you can escape it. Think of it this way. FIFA is happening. The FIFA World Cup is happening at this point, the the greatest show on earth. I will call it the greatest show on earth. It is called the greatest show on earth. It's been marketed as the greatest show on earth. Guess what, right? Binance tied up with arguably one of the greatest players of all time, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Uh, You you have Web3 as an influence there. You have Web3 as an influence in even, you know, the real estate space. You have Web3 as an influence, even when it comes to documentation. Now, here's one of the things that did happen at ETH India when, when we attended. And I'll, I'll make a little timeline before the events leading up to ETH India, right? Uh, one of, uh, I had somebody who, come up, who had come up to me and said, oh, hey, you represent a launch pad. You know, I, I have a project that I'm working on and I'm going to build. Uh, and when I asked him what it was, he's like, we're building something that is, that is Web3 based but it is better than Tinder, 
right? And and I uh, I could I could totally see how that was was going to play out before he before he even told me the moment he said that he's doing Web three for Tinder. I'm thinking soulbound tokens. Okay, my very first girlfriend is somehow in the future, you know, going to know that I had uh, it associated some way uh, with this person and this person and this person. And no matter how many marriages I may have, that's all going to get, you know, recorded somewhere because it's going to be on my SBF, right? Um, sorry. <laughs> on my SOFA, SBT, right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Right. Um, and, 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 and you can see that there is going to be no space where Web3 isn't going to have an impact or, you know, be able to, to, touch that area because it is becoming so integral. Now, rolling back a little, I had the good fortune of starting this uh, event horizon, uh, as I would say, in Chennai, in uh, South India, where they had a developers connect. And what I saw over there was uh, a tier two area when it comes to uh, Web3. There were a thousand people in that room, easily. All of them were hungry to know about as a developer, what can I get into where Web3 is concerned, right? Every one of them, and they stayed the entire day just listening to people coming in and talking about all the various stuff that they were doing, right? Um, and and it, was, it was remarkable to see it on the ground. Uh, a few weeks later, I headed over to the Web3 uh, Summit in Dubai. And at the Web3 Summit, you had, of course, MetaMask, you had... Um, uh, neon labs, you, you had a ton of businesses that were there that were looking at multiple areas in Web3 from, of course, wallets to uh, new chains to uh, developers to, um, you know, layer twos and a host of solutions, including those that were specifically targeted at uh, developers transitioning from Web2 to Web3, right? In a separate area at the same space, you had an entire host of VCs talking to these people about these are the kind of investments that we are looking to, to invest in. These are the kind of projects we're looking to invest in. And mind you, all of this is happening after, you know, after the fiasco, um, which is supposed to have crippled the industry. Right? Fast forward two weeks later, ETH, uh, ETH India, right? starting on the 30th and moving downwards, StockNet, Filecoin, uh, Hacker House, you know, uh, Polygon Connect. All of these people had riveted audiences having hackathons, having projects, having, uh, um, having a, a whole stream of developers come in. And it wasn't just to go there and pick up the swag. Uh, well, swag, of course, is, is the giveaways, right? Um, it, it wasn't only for that. It was actually to pay attention to who is there? Uh, what is happening in the space? How can I be part of it? How can I sign up and be part of, you know, maybe Lens Protocol or KeyDAO, uh, Stater, right? Uh, Push. And all these different projects, the, the intensity, the, the excitement, the interest is the, the energy was something else altogether. And I, I think it's very important that while we work in a decentralized space, which, can, which you can have an identity that is remote, it is equally important to form connections that are also real, right? Um, that some, in, in some way, shape or form fosters more trust. It creates deeper connections. 
And in many ways, it's going to be the one thing that's going to keep this community alive and the community growing. So no matter what you hear from the outside, the eye of the storm is still that there is uh, a lot of interest in the entire industry. Yeah, thank you, JP. That's that's beautiful. It's music, not only to my ears, to my ears, but I think to everyone listening to this. Um, I, I love what you said about as much as we have these decentralized identities, there's still this shared identity of we are building something new, we are part of something bigger than ourselves. I mean, how many generations in the history of the world? could actively participate in something the way that we are doing right now. And and participation, I mean, what does it mean if we talk about participation in Web3? If you take this cliche of the American dream, Mm -hmm. the the whole premise behind, you know, the American dream is anywhere, anyone can do anything. And this is something that is not the case in other countries Mm -hmm. or didn't used to be the case, you know, way back when. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is what captured people's imaginations is this idea that, wow, but you are not bound by who you are, where you are, what you are, but you you can make it, you can create your own destiny. Now in Web3, this is the shared identity that people have. I mean, I have to put a disclaimer here, linking on to what I said earlier, I don't think this always filters down to Mm -hmm. the retail investor and user level. Mm -hmm. So this is unfortunately for me, one of those pain points that I see constantly is if someone is not involved in the industry, doesn't understand the magnitude of what is taking place. And the only thing that they see is, I put in $10 and I get out a hundred <laughs> or if I'm lucky, I get a really lucky. I get out a thousand. No yeah. wonder that this is the idea of what web three is. And then mm-hmm. you have everyone else who is not even investing. Right. So from their perspective, all they are seeing is, haha, look at that idiot. He put in $10 <laughs> and he lost 10 and he yeah. thought he was going to make a hundred or right. he got a hundred, you know, he got a thousand, but he lost it again the next day because now the value is at nothing. So right. the, the conversation is, le- is happening at, at different levels. So mm-hmm. the importance of what we are doing in the industry, all of these amazing minds coming together and sharing this collective identity of, wow, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to mm-hmm. use, as you mentioned earlier, the Benzinga conference that Atlunum uh, CTO and the co-founder Lawrence Hudson attended uh, yesterday, right. was speaking at yesterday, where they mm-hmm. spoke about trustless identities and trustless, right. um, sorry, not identities, trustless, trustless technologies and right. why you should trust it. I mean, mm-hmm. this is ultimately what it comes down to. People mm-hmm. on the ground, people out there in the world don't quite understand what this is all about because the only narrative being pushed is the money aspect of it. But right. man, if you look at the technology, if you look at the possibilities, the unending possibilities of the changes that these things are going to bring, then it's so beautiful to hear that there are communities in the world where people, mm-hmm. as you say, I mean, Chennai is not even one of the top tier Indian cities. So you can't right. say that, you know, the the tech minds of the country is is is, is in Chennai. But yeah. the opportunities presenting the, it's themselves in terms of, but you know what, as a developer, 
Mm-hmm. I can actually, if I'm in any case going to learn skills to get me a career, right. I, I, I want to actually add this. I, I was at uh, the Crypto Banter, for those of you in the, in the audience uh, who knows this uh, YouTube channel, very, very awesome guys. Uh, yeah, beautiful people. Really highly, rec- highly recommend watching the channel and, uh, you know, the, fo- the folks on there. Uh, so I was yeah. at the at the con- at the offices a couple of weeks ago, and I met a guy there who came for a job interview, um, mm-hmm. and it was a young guy, a young developer, and this was you know it, it seemed like it was even his it might have been his first job interview in his life, um, wow. and we we had a little conversation, and I asked him why why this why out mm-hmm. of all of the career options not not in terms of becoming a developer but Right. Why with three? Why do you why do you pursue this avenue? And mm-hmm. he looked at me and he said, "Because this is the future." Like as if, why would you even yeah. ask me such a question? It's super <laughs> obvious. Where else would I be? And it's it's beautiful that we are giving so like we as an industry are creating mm-hmm. so many opportunities for all different levels of minds, whether you are, you know, the next Nikola Tesla or whether you are just another person hustling and bustling and whether you want to make your mark in the world in whichever way you want to do it, whether you just want to get a salary, whoever you are, there's space Mm -hmm. for you in this industry. And I think, you know, it's so important that these are the conversations that we should be having rather Mm -hmm. than Oh my God, the charts are red again. What are we going to do? It's a catastrophe. The world's at an end. So yeah, good times up ahead if we shift a little bit to the left. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Nati, I also think it's it's extremely interesting that earlier when it came to tech, and you've you've been in the space before, right? But what you'd, you'd often find was was these communities that were just looking at adoptive languages, right? Like you'd you'd have some for Drupal, or you'd have some for you know okay uh, Java JS right, or, and then you'd have uh, Laravel, and then you'd have you know um, all your other languages, and it was like oh okay, which of us has the largest community? Uh, those are for, those are the ones that are going to win because obviously all technology would be built on that. But today it's 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 so much more universal, even even with a large scale of the developers, because it's still it's still new, it's still fresh, and the, they are beginning to understand that, yes, our career opportunities, uh, you know, what people were telling us that, oh, okay, uh, 10 years from now, it's going to shift because everyone's invested in it. This is happening now, right? That transition, that cusp, uh, uh, being on the cusp is, this is that time. Uh, and the, the more that people realize that, or the faster they realize that, the quicker they'll be able to accelerate away from the competition. Uh, it reminds me of a time where, you know, way back at um, at a space that I used to live, somebody came up and told me, he says, you know, I was one of the top programmers in DOS. And when Microsoft came in, uh, you know, when Windows came in, uh, that was it. I mean, DOS had no place anymore. And it's a matter of time before that level of a transition. Keep in mind, most of the, I mean, virtually every system, you know, including a thermometer, worked on worked on some form of uh, some form of DOS, right? Uh, so, so this shift, this transition, this uh, this uh, transformation is happening now, and we are living in exciting times. It may not look like it 
but we will i'm certain that we'll look back at these moments and these points and say yes this was the next stage where we were in that cocoon and we're coming out of it better uh and more beautiful yeah i just want to add on to that you know we are looking at things in the world today from a very different vantage point than people in history i mean we we have so much technology and possibilities and let's call it happy ever afters at our disposal <laughs> because we can easily fix and solve our own problems and you know the world is changing at rapid speed and whatever was a tragedy at 9 a.m is replaced by some very exciting celebrities whatever they said at 12 so <laughs> so we live in a world where it feels as if there should be no problems right. now the irony is the world has a lot of problems and it's always had a lot of problems and i mean if we're being realistic about it probably it always will have but the difference is that today we are and i'm not just talking about web3 i'm talking about every single wicked problem on earth there are brilliant people actively working on these problems actively seeking solutions so this idea that you know i i wanted to link it to another story uh speaking of your dos guy i spoke yeah. to someone recently uh who is a developer but in the again traditional tech space and yeah. we were discussing the technologies that he uses and he expressed mm -hmm. fear and he said mm -hmm. you know i know that even within my space the technology that i am using is becoming more and more outdated mm -hmm. there are only select corporates still using it and right. to be honest i know that if i no longer work at this company where i'm working right now mm -hmm. even though my skills as a developer is excellent but because mm -hmm. of the technology that i'm using and that i'm an right. expert in not mm -hmm. being as popular as it used to be i don't right. know what's going to happen out there in the job market because i will only be able to get a job at another company using the same technology and i think this wow. was such a stark reminder that mm -hmm. as you say ultimately the bigger the community of a technology the more mm -hmm. likelihood that the technology will continue to exist so right. we are very very early days right now in terms of web3 technology so it's not mm -hmm. a case of oh if you don't get on board now you know you won't have a job in 20 years but the thing right. is think about the difference between a person especially a young person starting their career but i mean mm -hmm. with a caveat you can start and restart your career at any, any age throughout yeah. your entire life so there's no Amen. such thing as you know young people and you you make a choice once <laughs> but think about it this way think about a young person starting their career right now we we've all been there you have the rest yeah. of your life in front of you you have to anticipate where the mm -hmm. market is going to go and i mean if you're 18 you know nothing about the world so to expect you to understand market trends and you know industry trends i mean that's a little too much so right. if you now start off your career in a traditional tech space mm -hmm. and i mean that's all good and well because it's not going to disappear but if we right. fast forward 20 years 20 years from now a lot more things are going to be a lot more web3 th than yeah. it is now the same mm -hmm. as what happened with the internet and so right. imagine if you not to say that you have to jump 100% into this industry no one is asking you to make this big choice to rule them all but right. keep an ear to the ground mm -hmm. keep abreast of what is happening on the side 
learn a little bit. And I'm, I'm using developers as an example, but I mean, this counts for every single person on this planet. Exactly. Whatever mm-hmm. industry you're involved with, I was in fact speaking to a friend just before uh, I came on the Twitter Spaces and mm-hmm. he was saying that he's getting involved with uh, maritime logistics. He's, okay. you know, doing uh, postgraduate studies in this field. And right. I asked, well, out of interest sake, um, mm-hmm. what what is the talk about blockchain in this space? Because I know mm-hmm. there was recently this announcement that one of the largest blockchain logistic maritime projects uh, didn't have a happy ending, se- right. seemed to have closed down. And I was right. very curious, you know, what is the level of conversation at the education in the edu- edu- educational aspect uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to industry? And he said, well, they don't really talk about it in the uh, let's say standard curriculum. But there is mm-hmm. a specialization where you are able to specialize in blockchain. And again, wow. you know, just coming back to what we said earlier at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. it's something you can't get away from. Right. So it's really something that is everywhere, even if it's very, very niche, even if it's mm-hmm. something that many people, well, most people don't understand, many people don't believe in. But right. again, drilling down that in the end, this is a technology above yeah. everything else, beneath everything else. It mm-hmm. is, was, and always will be a technology. And anything that's a technology is moldable mm-hmm. by any person who is able to use this technology. So whatever is being exactly. built, whatever is being created on top of it, that's done by humans but mm-hmm. the technology is there for every person to start implementing to whatever degree in and in whatever extent that they want to do so. And this really is the huge opportunity is the question, the invitation to you as a person, you know, to all mm-hmm. of us is this technology exists. It's here mm-hmm. and you don't have yeah. to be a, te- you don't have to be a developer to use the technology. You can be a anybody but are yeah. you going to accept this invitation? What mm-hmm. are you going to do? Are you going to say yes, even if you don't understand what to do or how to do it? But mm-hmm. start with the basic question. Are you going to say yes to this or are you going to say no to this? Because some yeah. people are going to say yes. Many people are going to say no until it gets to that point where, as you say, it's inevitable, cannot be ignored anymore. But mm-hmm. by then then everyone has no choice to say yes. But maybe you started saying yes, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago. And that's yeah. really the key thing that's going to differentiate in some individuals from others. Exactly, exactly. It's like, it's like you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Uh, and and uh, the more that you keep this on your radar, uh, the better it's it's going to be moving forward. You are going to see ups and downs the same way that you will see, you know, hills and mountains in a landscape or, you know, the depths of an ocean if you, you know, use use the technology to do that. You, you're going to see that. But there will always be that, that line that takes you on a path uh, the moment that you're committed to it, uh, you know, to a different space. I'm not going to say a better space. I'm not going to say a worse space it, because that's only dependent on what you make of it. Exactly like you're saying, how we mold the technology to what we, our creative minds can do, right? Uh, not yet. Thank you. I, I Wow. I mean, um, I, I didn't realize that we spent this, this much time in our conversation, but, but thank you for, for sharing that thought. And I, I know that you had one more. You just unmuted your mic. Go ahead with it. 
No, no, I just, I, I also didn't realize the time. So, uh, yeah, we did get started a bit late. So it's not, it's not as though the conversation's going over time because we started late. Um, but I just wanted to add on one thing uh, that you were saying about this analogy of the, of the hills and valleys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love hiking and I do it very frequently. And mm-hmm. you know, when, when it's an easy hike, yeah. it's, I mean, it's nice. It's always nice, but mm-hmm. it's not the same as doing a really difficult hike. Now, when mm-hmm. I'm going up a mountain and I hate uphill, it's like my body was not built for it. I'm freaking mm-hmm. allergic to it. And mm-hmm. as I'm going up, the only thing going through my head is mm-hmm. why the hell do I torture myself like this? What uh-huh. is wrong with me that I could be somewhere else right now? I don't know, sitting for one. Mm-hmm drinking something, eating something, doing something yeah. really relaxing and comfortable. And yet right. here I am in pain, busy dying. But then mm-hmm. I remind myself, well, A, it's too late to go back. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway up already. So I might as well keep going. But I remind myself, you know what? The reason you're doing this is because mm-hmm. when you get to the top, first of all, the view that you have from there is something you yeah. cannot see from the ground. The view is already there. That's the beauty of it. Like the view doesn't, it doesn't it come into existence because I'm there. The view is already mm-hmm. there. It's just that <laughs> I personally, as an individual, would like to share in that view. And second, mm-hmm. I know that by the time I get to the top, right. the feeling inside of me of what I've just achieved, mm-hmm. I might have killed my thighs, but man, right. it was for a good cause because I conquered this part of myself that said, no, 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 no. I'm too lazy for this. So in a similar sense, what we are doing in this industry is it's not easy. It's right. really, really not easy. I mean, if you work in this industry, chances are you've asked yourself multiple times, why the hell am I doing this? This yeah. is really an easier way to spend mm-hmm. my days. And yeah. similarly, for people not involved in a professional context, but that are supporting the technology in one way or another, yes, there's mm-hmm. a lot of problems here. There's a lot of things that need to be sorted out. But the mm-hmm. question is, what's the view going to be like from the top? Can you right. imagine fast forwarding a few years? I mean, you were saying earlier about the Tinder for Web3. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm glad that I'm no longer at the age where... <laughs> Wait, that's going to be a thing because I'm not sure I want my whole dating history on the chain. But I mean, the thing is, can you imagine a world where the rules of engagement at any Mm -hmm. level is just Mm going to be so different than it is today? I mean, this whole idea of trustlessness, what does it mean to us as humans to say Mm -hmm. that something can be trustless? We have no idea because we place all of our faith and all of our trust in humans. Think about mm-hmm. it this way. We are not leveraging technology to replace areas of trust mm-hmm. because we place our trust in human beings and human beings are fallible by nature. Right. We, we blame, you know, leaders and uh, people yeah. out there in the world who hurt us with their bad mm-hmm. choices, but we are human and, and humans this is just what humans do. And so if we want to engage each other in a way that is not so painful, then Mm -hmm. maybe we should just remove certain things from the equation. I mean, if you have a child Mm -hmm. and you want to make your life a little easier, 
you probably are not going to fill your fridge with only cakes and sweets and candies, right? Because you know that then that is all your child is going to eat. And That's so in the same way, I mean, if we want to not get hurt so much by other people's poor decisions, maybe in terms of decision-making, we should right. let the technology do its job. So, yeah, looking yeah. forward to 2023 and beyond. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, you know, on that note of, of taking a hike, uh, hike, I think I think I should listen to the people around me. And I'm also a bit inspired about what you're saying, because I keep getting this a lot. You know, Jervis, go take a hike, you know, go take a hike. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that is something that that we that I should uh, at, at some point of time <laughs> indulge in. I'm not going to spoil what these guys are saying to you just you know let, let them keep saying it and you just go take a hike with me in the mountains <laughs> sorry now i think i i think i missed a bit there um when i lost sound now go ahead you you'll listen to the recording afterwards and appreciate my bad joke <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think it is it is time to to call call the show to an end. But uh, Nathia, thank you so much for sharing those insights on uh, tech Africa. The you know the perspectives that are that exist for us, and also briefly the philosophical point about how we have the we have the ability, uh, not just the power, but we have the ability to mold technology in a way that can make lives better. Very well said. And thank you so much for this amazing opportunity to be able to speak to you and to the Atlantum community. And mm -hmm. lastly, thank you so much for all of the incredible insights that you took away from ETH India and from all of the events surrounding it. Because I think that is the positive news that we all love to feed on is to hear that there are huge pockets of people across the world who are mm -hmm very, very positively working towards new, exciting, good changes in this industry. So amen to that. And yeah, to the future we go. To the future we go. Uh, speaking of the future that we go, ladies and gentlemen, we, I want to take this opportunity to announce that Ad Lunum is going to be launching a campaign in uh, with our with our backer investor and partner with Gains Associates, and this is a meme contest that we we're having. It's going to launch later this evening, uh, so stay tuned to Adlunum Inc for more details. Uh, there's a prize of 200 USDT that's there to be won. All you have to do is sign up on umeme.com, create an account, create a meme, and let it go. Right. So uh, remember also to, to qualify for the prize. You have to follow us on Adlunum INC and become part of our Telegram group uh, to stay informed about the updates and also to follow what's happening with this campaign. Now, the campaign is focused on the greatest show on earth that's happening this weekend, the FIFA quarterfinals. So stay tuned for more updates which are coming up. The campaign will end on Monday, on Sunday, uh, at the end of the day on Sunday after the final match. Uh, and the winners will be announced on our sister show, The Future of NFTs, uh, which will be held on Tuesdays at the same time and, of course, the same space, right? That being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being part of the show today. Thank you, Natya, for being here. Thank you, Lawrence. I know that you're on a flight, but wherever you are, thank you for, for jumping in. The team at Ad Ludum. 
Thank you for making this possible. And to all you wonderful people in the room, thank you for being there constantly to support us. Uh, time and time again, it's because of you that we keep doing these shows because we know that uh, you enjoy the content that we create. So please write in also and tell us what you did like, what you'd like to see more of, which are the kind of people you want to have us speak with. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, have a great, 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 great day. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Lovely to be here. Have a wonderful week and catch you next week for Future of NFTs on Tuesday. Thank you, JP. Lovely to speak to you. Bye. As always. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunam, the first engaged to earn platform with a proof of attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 